episode 61 of Offscript with Trish Close, intimate interviews and fun conversations with very interesting people. In front of my mic today is Amy DiCostanzo. Hi, Amy. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. I just saw you a couple of weeks ago. I start a lot of these podcasts off with, I saw you at a winery. <laughs> it's just my it life. Southern Oregon. Um, I saw you at Dancing, uh, what, a few weeks ago. I think it was Father's Day. Yeah, it was Father's Day. Okay. Very stressful. And that. you said... I didn't know you were going to ask all those questions. I need a drink before I come on this podcast. <laughs> well, I was going to stop by Honeysuckle because they have the best mimosas and mm. just um, bring one for you and I, but probably not a great yeah. place to Honeysuckle it. Cafe right next to your store. Yeah, they just opened. They took the place of my parents. But yes, yes. Okay, so um, I actually met you at, uh, what was it, So Humane. Yes. Toast for Tales. Yes. You were sitting at my table. I know. It was super fun. It was so fun. We did not expect to get so teary-eyed, or at least I oh, did. Oh, I did. I bring tissues. I'm like a little lady. I have tissues stuffed everywhere. <laughs> this bra is all tissue, just in case. <laughs> we They were showing videos of, of doggies that got adopted. Oh, don't get me started. Dogs that had like the, it was like the end of their line, oh. and then they were saved, and um, I, you know, I look over at you at one point and we're both like, <laughs> it just tears well enough. It doesn't take much for me. Actually, it's funny you say that because the necklace I'm wearing. Yes, I noticed um, that. My, uh, for years, I've been trying to make this necklace and I finally found a local designer, Lainey, and I'm like, I went to LA, I went everywhere. Nobody will make this necklace because I couldn't make it so thin. She, her and I collaborated the last year and now it's an exclusive. It's only sold at Papi Andrews and all the profits go to So Humane. Um, I want one. Yeah, they come in silver and gold, and um, just thinking about it, it's my way of w- raising awareness as a boutique owner. I'm yeah. like, I gotta do something, you know, we have a voice, and... You do have a voice. Yeah, so I want to use it. And you're a huge animal lover. R- Ridiculous. Rid- yeah. Kind of like me. We'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I didn't actually say who you are. You are Amy yeah. Costanzo, but you are the owner of Papillon Rouge Boutique yeah. and La Strada Boutique. Correct. With my partner, Eric, I should your, I yes, and this was um, these are two like clothing boutiques. You sell jewelry, handbags, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Shoes, everything. Right, they're both yeah. located in Medford. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, one's right here, Royal Stanley Drive, and then the other one's um, North Phoenix Road on the other side of town. Right, exactly. Um, we're gonna talk about that too. I had to look up Papillon. That means butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I I moved out at a really young age, and one of the first things I did was get a tattoo of a butterfly course because we're young and stupid right um and it just means freedom and prosperity and beloved it means so many good things so that was always my thing but my dad was like why why are you doing in french you need to do it in italian and i'm like that sounds stupid farfalle can you imagine me that's what butterfly is and isn't that the pasta yeah exactly because it's shaped kind of like Like a a butterfly bow tie butterfly yeah Um, so i can do that that's that's hilarious. So uh, a lot of people do know your family. That name. Yeah. Anytime someone says Di Costanzo, it's like, are you related to Venny? Both yeah. the Vennies? And if you say you're, you know my sister, that's usually not a good thing. Your sister is a badass. I know. I know. And I did have a, a thing at the store the other day that she did know my sister from Uh-oh. meeting her Uh-oh. at work. Yeah. So your sister works. At the jail. Yeah, she's a sheriff. So yeah. Sorry. Yeah, if you if you if you've met, it's Julie, right? Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Dang it. That's okay. Um, <laughs> if you if you've met Melissa, then you're you're probably in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Where are you from originally? Westchester, New York, mm-hmm. or Portchester, New York. Okay. Uh, you grew up with how many siblings? Just one brother and one sister, and that was enough. That was enough. <laughs> yeah. Who, Vinny's the oldest, right? Yeah, I'm the baby. You're the baby. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. I get treated like the baby. I guess still get introduced as the baby. Do you really? Yeah. My mom's like, this is the baby. And my sister will be like, yeah, this is the baby of the family. And I'm like, I'm 42 years old. Right. I'm not a baby. No, and I'm great. There is a little bit of sweetness to that, though. Oh, I, yeah. No, I, I, I do like it. I do. And I love being mothered. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. If I'm sick, sad, whatever. You want to hug me? You want to, you know, cuddle me? I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, when I visit my mom, there's something about her doing my laundry that just feels so comforting. Oh, I know, love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, lo- I love. Oh, it I too. love too. I love my mother. Yes. So your dad, um, I've met him once. They're Italian Americans. Yes. Both of them, right? Well, dad's 
Italian. Dad's like, Italian. He moved to New York when he was like in his early 20s, spoke no English, mm-hmm. opened a restaurant, and then that was it. And then that's what he did for the mm-hmm. next 50 years. And then my mom, my mom's very much Italian and then a little bit of some other things. Okay. So are the all of the stereotypes we hear about growing up in an Italian-American family, are they true? Eh, um, kind of, like Monday Night Dinners, which was, we still to this day do Monday Night Dinners. Really? Oh, yeah. All, everybody. Um, yeah, well, it's usually me, my sister, my mom, my dad. Um, it's always the four of us, for sure. And then if we go back east or something like that, then it's everybody. It's everybody. Yeah. Um, but back east, back in the day, it was so loud. I mean, we'd have, like, <laughs> four uncles, like, all these cousins. And if they, the louder they get, they just mean they like you. That just oh. means, yeah, it's more of an endearment thing than it mm-hmm. is, like, they're mad at you. Mm-hmm. Which, when my dad moved here, that was hard for him because... People didn't understand that. Yeah, it's loud. It's a it's abrasive. Yeah, Vinny actually told me that. Is if it's loud, it means that's you know you're, you're part having of the a good time. You're part. Yeah, yeah, they're comfortable with you, and it's a good thing. Right. Yeah. So uh, they don't get as loud anymore because it's just. A... <laughs> um. So how long did you live in New York then? Did you go to school there? Yeah, no? I okay. graduated. Um, it was like a week after I graduated high school, I moved to California. Really? Yeah. I was just like, peace. You wanted <laughs> out. Yeah, I just um. I hate being cold, so, like, mm. even right now, I'm a little chilly. Uh, and I just needed, I don't know, I was always that person. And my parents were amazing. They were the best parents I could have ever hoped for. And even me saying, Mom, I need to leave. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what can we What can we do to help? You know, we want, they were always supportive of mm-hmm. anything we want. Even if it might have been a little stupid, they yeah. were like, well, you have to learn, you know? And mm-hmm. so I did it, yeah. And my mom even flew out to California with me to make sure I wasn't living in, like, the ghetto or anything. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And, uh, I, they wanted to help me financially, but I said, no, I got to do this on my own. Really? Yeah. I was making $4 an hour. Dang. three jobs. And decided to go to cosmetology school because what, what was I going to do? I needed, I need to better myself. I can't just work these, yeah. like, you know, whatever job. So hold on. So yeah. going back a little bit, um, your family had restaurants all while mm-hmm. you were growing up. What was that like growing up in a rest? Growing up with like a family who had a restaurant. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, I didn't see my dad as much as I wanted to because mm-hmm. Mondays was his only day he had off. Right. And then he'd work from like eleven in the afternoon to like two in the morning because it was New York. Things were open later. Um, but man, did I eat well. Yeah. Like when my mom wanted to cook at home, I was like, ugh. <laughs> Really? Can we just go to dad's, please? Go to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So dad's clearly the cook in the family. Yeah. My mom's good, but she cooks American. But when my dad cooks, Italian, mm-hmm. you know? So she's good, but we, you know. Yeah. Does he, is he still cooking? He is. I know he yeah. says he's not, he doesn't have the restaurant anymore, but yeah. does he still cook at home? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He cooks all the time. My mom usually does the lunch. My dad usually does the dinner. And then, yeah. They're so cute together. So you move out to California right at 18. Yeah, I was 17. I don't think I was 18. 17. What jobs were you, what jobs did you oh have? Oh, my God. I worked at a gym, which was, so if you, I may look like I'm in shape, but I'm not. <laughs> um, the gym is the last place I want to go, ever. And um, so I worked there, which was out of my realm. Um, uh-huh. I was a hostess at a restaurant, of course. Of course. That's what I knew how to do. Of course. Um, God, what? Oh, and then I cocktail. That's where the big money came in, or yeah, no? they thought I was older, but I wasn't. Back then, it was different. Ooh. It was, you know, you just take somebody's word for it. I was good though, so they were okay. You had to be twenty-one. Uh, I think you have to be eighteen. Okay. Because um, I know the laws the changed. Yeah. yeah. It was twenty-something years ago. It's so crazy right. to think about that. But that is yeah. where you make cash. When I I worked so at this, money. I think it was literally called the hole, and it was a hole. No, no, no. I'm sorry. All my UNR friends are like, what are you talking about? It was called, <laughs> it was called the wall, but it was a hole in the wall. It was oh. seriously just like... The, I love those, though. Sorry, it was gross. It was a gross <laughs> place. But I made so much cash there being oh like a cocktail waitress. Yeah, I, I would do it again. I would, too. <laughs> if KTVL would let me, I would serve on the weekends. At a winery. My, my, yes. <laughs> be my clothing allowance. Um... So what did you want to do then? Why did you go to California? So I looked, and I was going to surprise you, but um, with all the moving and stuff, I found an essay I wrote in high school. This was when I thought I might go to college. Um, and it was all about, you know, they, they want to know what you plan to do in your life. What's this? And it was yeah. all about owning my own boutique. 
Shut up. Mm -hmm. In that, I wrote, you figure I graduated at 17. It was like 15 or 16 that I actually wrote it. Yeah. It was so crazy. It was like, it was all handwritten in this awful handwriting. That's pretty precious. I know. And I was going to bring it for you, but it got put in a box and I don't know where it is. It's all good. You have, you have that memory that you found it, that you were going to own a boutique. Yeah. At the time though, when you were 17, did you think you were working towards that goal or were you just trying to survive? I was just in survival mode, you know, like paying bills, Mm -hmm. car insurance, you know, rent, feeding myself. I remember when I finally got my first um, manicure job and I would go to Ralph's, I think it was right there, Mm -hmm. and all I could afford for lunch was Jelly Bellies, which I finally met the owner of Jelly Bellies. She came in the shop and I told her a story. I would just get like a handful of Jelly Bellies and then I don't even know something to drink or whatever, and that's what I ate for lunch because I I had no money. Dang. Yeah, and so... um, yeah, God, I, I miss those days though. You that went to so co- you went to cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I put myself through that. That's when I did. So I had the three jobs, and I was like, okay, well, what what am I gonna do? And I did nails in high school. Just mm-hmm. I would just do people's nails, and so I was like, okay, well, I kind of always wanted to do that, so I did that. And then when that was done, I got a job. I pestered this lady. Oh my God, my kid was gonna hire me, and she did. <laughs> it was good. I stayed there for a couple of years, and then moved to Arizona. Okay, so. At this time, though, are you thinking, like, yeah, I could do this. I'm going to do nails professionally, yeah. or is this just a step to get me somewhere else? No, I was just, I just thought, yeah, I could do this okay. professionally. Okay. Yeah, so what was in family. Arizona? Well, so I was kind of a nomad, and so my sister calls. She's like, I got into ASU. Come live with me. I'm like, okay. And I was living with a boyfriend at that time um, who I really needed to get it away from. You know, it was one of those situations. He followed me from New York, Uh-oh. and I'm like... Why? Why? Like, unless it's like a mutual, like, yeah, come and live with me in, in California. I mean, why? Why do they? Why do they follow? I don't know. It was it was stupidity all the way around. It's it's teenage hormones. Well, I was gonna you say know? you were also seventeen at the yeah. time, so you're forgiven for right. that. And it did get lonely out there, so I wasn't gonna be like, no, you know. Right. It is so. nice to have someone even if it was this dude, <laughs> rather than no one. So your sister is working in Arizona? No, uh, she had gone to UConn um, gotcha. after college, and that didn't work out. So she went to, so she had stepped into ASU, and they had this, like, off-campus like, housing. Yeah, off-campus mm-hmm. housing. I knew nothing about it, okay? I thought we were going to have our own place. So she's like, move with me. I'm like, okay. I literally got a U-Haul put it on my Jeep, you know, hooked it up and put whatever I wanted in there. I took one cat and we split the cat in the whole, you know, custody battle. There were two cats. You and the boyfriend? Yeah. You had two cats and you took one, he took the other? Yeah, and it Ugh. breaks my heart because I, to this day, still wonder what happened to that cat because mm-hmm. I highly doubt he kept it. You know, oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, I hate to think about it. We're not going to talk friends. about that. No. Yeah. Um, and then I just did it. I just drove to Arizona and when I got there, a place was, um, it was the Commons on Lemon. Most people will know that if I say it. You had roommates. And I was like, hell no. Oh, sorry, can I say stuff like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, you, okay. you can say I am not. I just live by myself in my own apartment. I'm uh-huh. not having roommates. But all this stuff happened, and I had to end up staying. And yeah. Okay. And so how long were you in Arizona? Oh, for a while. I moved from Arizona here. That's where Eric and I met. Oh. And then we moved here okay. to open the store. Did you say you party too hard? Oh, my God. <laughs> so bad. Ask my sister. She was the one, I, w- I, p- I decided I'd go to Scottsdale Community College, just okay. to, you know, because I do believe in further education. Like yes. Keep, I don't care what it is, if it's a class here, a class there, you need to keep, keep learning. Yourself. Keep learning. Keep learning. So I did that, and I would go out all night and get dropped off at school in the morning and just go right to class. It was, it was so bad. And here my sister went going to ASU, like the biggest party school, and I'm the one on her campus partying, nice. and she's studying. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, so much fun. That's amazing. So you know, my mom said, and they actually, when you enrolled in, in my school, they say, you know, every night of the week you can find a party. <laughs> every night of the week the library is open. Yeah. And I was like, why would you go to the library yeah. at night? That's so I, weird. I know who does that. Yeah. I, Smart I, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers, doctors. Yeah. I get it. Those yeah. people who are, are killing it right now yeah. in life. They or, went to the library at night. I've watched way too many horror movies. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to get killed. If I in go the library? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, mm-mm. Stay away from that. Bad. There's the PSA for the kiddos. <laughs> Stay out of the library at night. Surround yourself with people who are partying instead. Right. They're looking out for you. Exactly. <laughs> um, did you have fun, though? 
You know, it was it was a really good time. Yeah. I mean, it had to end because I don't know where I'd be if it didn't. So that's when I met Eric. Okay. And even when I met him, he, he can attest I was, was partying way too hard. And then, yeah, then we just got married after like a month or two or something. You guys met, you knew each other for a month and you got married. We got engaged. We got, got engaged. engaged. And then okay. I think it was like within six months, we, yeah. And then did you move up here after that? So we were we lived in Arizona. This is terrible. I should know this. Um, eight nine years or something. Oh, like okay. yeah. We bought a house. Um, did well, stuff like that. His family's out there. So gotcha. then, um, I always wanted my own store. Obviously. Well, what were you guys doing at the time? For I work? was managing. Some, well, actually, I was working at the Billet Bar, which was a like a biker bar, which mm-hmm. was awesome though. It was such a fun place to work. I was cocktail. And then, um, then I managed Smoothie King. I was known as the Smoothie Queen across the valley. Um, <laughs> Were you in commercials? No, he didn't really. Back, so back then, it was so different. You know uh, how like all the local people do commercials, yeah, and social media and stuff like that. It wasn't like that. Yeah, like no, not a lot of small places did stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it was just funny because if you talk to anybody, because I've I've always been in sales of some sort, so people kind of knew me and where mm-hmm. I was. And um, so yeah, I did that, that, and then I got a managing job at a boutique. And then okay. that was when it kind of all tra- oh, transitioned because I was like, okay, I'm doing everything for this lady, which I didn't mind, but not getting acknowledged or recognized or anything. Right. And so we would just talk about things like, you need your own place. And I was like, yeah, but I'm really respectful when it comes to business. I will not work for you that open something right there. You know, if you're yeah. learn all this stuff and I'm taking it and being your competitor, I don't think that's okay. Hmm. So we were like where can we move? <laughs> and my brother um, had said that this was a great place to live. In Southern Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so he was going to Hawaii or taking a trip or something, and he asked Eric to come just watch the restaurant for um, a week or whatever. Right. And he, Vinny was thinking about expanding at that time next door. And so he had this, this spot kind of like, eh, it was like he was teetering what he was going to do. And, and then so Eric saw it and talked to Vinny and all this kind of stuff, and he's like, well, I'm not going to do anything yet, so if you want it, you can have it. And So this was the space right next to Vinny's? Mm-hmm. Where Papillon is now. Wow. Yeah, and so Eric called me, and he's like, do you, what, what do you think? And I was like, oh, God, I don't, I don't know, you know, because I moved so much, and I, cha- you know, I wanted mm-hmm. some stability. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he calls me and tells me to start packing. He found a rental, and we're moving and doing it. And I was like, wow. Oh, my God. He okay. kind of bit the bullet for you. Yeah, I'm not a... I do jump, but as I get I got older, I kind of didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a little, I think, a little bit too much. So, yeah, he's like, let's just do it. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. And so I did. Just started wow. packing the house. And so how did you – and you guys did this together, you and yeah. Eric. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of – this is what amazes me about boutiques like yours. Like, how do you know what to put in here? You don't – you kind of don't. And I think – I didn't know, because okay. I don't know what my clientele is going to be. I don't even right. know Southern Oregon, you know? Right. So I just did what I could, and I think it was more me listening to the people who came in mm-hmm. and talking to them and building relationships, because, mm-hmm. I mean, my very one of my very first clients, she was in her late 70s at the time, and she's like she was one of my best. She's now really elderly, but, um, you know, I built such relationships. Everybody that comes in knows me. You know, mm-hmm. when I had a new girl, and she's just, you know, trying to train her and explain things to her. And she's like, but, you, but it's easier for you because you know everybody. I'm like, no, I don't. She's like, well, you seem like it. Yeah, because when people walk in, I'm Italian. You're family, right? Like you with the questions. Yeah. I, I'm i like that at work. I like ask. you with the questions. <laughs> hey, you with the questions. I'm the same way. So um, I think just, I mean, oh, my gosh, people would come in and tell me I was going to fail. Really? Oh my God! You, if you're, because they look at me and they're like, Oh my God! If you're gonna plan addressing people your size, you're never gonna work here. People oh, here geez. are larger. Blah blah blah. I would cry once a week at least because I was just like, Oh my God! I'm gonna was there also a concern that this was a smaller town and this was a boutique and it just didn't fit? Yeah. Oh well, that's what people say too. You can't charge these prices and blah blah. blah. And and it's funny because if people really think about it, I Nordstrom's um, Saint. I think it's St. Paul or St. whatever. There's all these boutiques, mm-hmm. um, Kitson. Do, do, anyway, there's just a ton of them that carry the same thing. And actually, they might price it more than I do. Mm-hmm. And I do suggested retail or below. So 
They survived. Yeah. They started small and worked their way up. And I, just because I'm in a small town, I don't think people here are small-minded. I think they have bigger visions. And I think they're, they, people were cutting, cutting down Medford. And I'm like, no, I think it's more than you think it is. Mm -hmm. I think people here have style, taste. They want good quality. Mm -hmm. And so I just had to keep, you know, you look at yourself every day in the mirror and you have to keep telling yourself that. And I just Mm -hmm. did. And kind of just built my clientele little yeah. by little by little by little and learned what everybody liked and I'd always like when I go to market I'm like okay Letitia would like that that's so pat nice you know so I have people in mind so mm-hmm. that when they do come in I could be like hey look what I got did you consider yourself when you opened this store that you were high fashion did you did you no. think of yourself like as a, a fashion no. girl I still don't really I, I'm not anybody who knows me I don't need the latest. I don't need the mm-hmm. super high end. I don't I don't need that. I just want to feel good at what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. I want to feel pretty. I want it. It I'm still not like that. Like the people that come in, they don't like I want the latest. What is the latest trend? Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm serving. Mm-hmm. I'm serving I want to just fit everybody's body. I want I don't want what's trendy. I want what's going to look good on you. I want classic styles. And so that as long I think we're going into 17 years. And I think that's how I've lasted and other places I've come and gone because they do. They do that trendiness, and you're only going to get a handful of people who yeah, want that. You are. So I want, like, Theory and Vince and all that. They will do some of the same styles. They'll throw some trendy stuff, but those are the people that I want. I want the people who want things in their closet for 20 years. Right, right. Um, at the <coughs> time, have you found that also over the last 17 years uh, – that you, which is funny, I've been here for 17 years. That mm-hmm. means you opened your store right when I moved to Medford. Isn't that many? That yeah. is funny. Like 2003. Yeah, I moved here in 2002. Yeah. Um, do you find that you've had to adjust what you're buying for the store, or is it for the most part steady Eddie? I actually should put more thought into that kind of stuff. But I don't you just know. Don't. I just go to market and I. What's market? When you, when you say that, what does, that, what does that mean? So market's like four times a year, maybe five. There, it's like New York, L.A., Vegas. Um, I don't. I just do L.A. because it's easy. Hop an hour yeah. and a half, an hour and a half, right. and I'm going. Unless I went to New York, I did get to see family, which was awesome. But it took me a whole day to get there and a whole day to get back. And I can't leave my store. I'm there full time on the floor every day, so I can't do that. But um, so yeah, and then there was like. The LA Mart, there's um, California Market Center, Jerry Building. There's like four buildings and there's 13 floors and a million showrooms on each floor and a million lines in each showroom. So when I first started, it was so overwhelming. Like, yeah, I bet. You, you don't know what's good quality. You don't know what's going to sell. You don't know any of that stuff. So I kind of went, and that's where um, Dominique, I, that's the lady I worked for before, I kind of just remembered what I learned from her. Mm-hmm. And there were some lines that we carried that I loved, so I was like, okay, I'm totally into it. So I started there, and that gave me a handful of lines, and then I kind of just branched out and tried new things, and mm-hmm. still to this day, I don't budget. Really? Have you come in? Oh my gosh, there's so much stuff in my store. <laughs> it's like, and then the back room is like a whole other store, so um, people are always like, I want to see what you have back there, because I'm always pulling things out for people. Amazing. Yeah. So you essentially go to this place, and it's like, ooh, I like, you know, I like these jeans or shirts mm-hmm. and I'm going to order a certain amount from them? Yeah, so they do, like I just came back last week from work okay. and we were writing 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30 and some of people had January too and so they'll have racks uh-huh. and you, you just go through, this is all 9.30 delivery, 10.30 delivery and then I'll pick what I like, we put it up and then I'll size it and stuff like that. Fun. Most, the hard part is everybody's like, oh you see you get to order everything for yourself and I'm like, no I have to order like at least four to six of something. Um, it used to be 10 to 12 of jeans. So I can't mm-hmm. just order one. And why would you want to? Then I'm going to wear it and be like, I want that. And then I don't have it in the store. So, right. yeah, so I have to make sure I, whatever I wear, I have in the store. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's hard getting dressed in the morning because people will be like, oh, I want that. And then if I don't have it, I've I got this t shirt at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I have literally sold clothes off my back. No way. Yeah. People will be like, well, I really like the one you have on. And I'm just like, as long as I haven't worn it a ton of times, I don't want to give them something nasty. And I don't sweat. But, um, yeah. No, I went to, it was all about, do you remember All About Bags? Yes. It, okay. When it, I, I love that event. I mean, it still costs us so amazing. But yes. that was one of my favorites. 
And I wore a strapless yellow Betsy Johnson dress, and the lady's like, oh my god, I love it. And it was one of my favorites. I just, first day I ever wore it. And she's like, are you going back to the store office? I was like, yeah, I gotta go work. And she's like, okay. So she comes back, and she's like, talking me into selling it to her. And I did. No way. I just went and put on whatever I was wearing before, and yeah, sold the dress. You sold the dress that you yeah. were wearing. Yeah. Hey, well, that's for sale. It sounds like the gal who bought the dress from you needs to work for your store. Because, right. I she mean, talked me into it. I know. I don't remember. That was... 12 years I don't even know that yeah. was so long ago maybe more than that um do you remember do you remember the clothing store the limited yes I oh worked, my god I worked there in high school oh my god um I did too I did you really I was on Greenwich Avenue because um New York and Connecticut are right yes there. they like kiss right there and um I worked at, yeah Greenwich Avenue I think it was the limited yeah the limited they owned Abercrombie and Victoria's Secret at one time and yeah. then they all broke off but um I I loved it and I hated it because but we had a lot of pressure from the managers to sell 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 sell. Oh yeah. But yeah. I loved having I would have people who come who would come in and say I'm going on a cruise and they had like no budget. Oh, it was the <laughs> best. I do love that. So I was just like, oh, what can <laughs> I find for you? Yeah, and that is the fun part. I love when people give me creative control. Like if you um, looked at my latest post, I had this gal come in. She's going to Mexico. Oh, not until next year. But she was probably, I don't even know, maybe late 70s. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good with age. Um, or maybe a little bit older. And I just dressed. She just let me dress her. And I was <gasps> just like, oh, my God, I love this. Because everybody, I do get kind of tired of, they think I cater to small people. Like, zeros and twos. Right. No. I go up to 18 to 20. Like, I go way above, mm-hmm. like, XXL. Um, I carry Eileen Fisher. So when she came in, <clears throat> you know, she was a little worried. Oh, I got her into a dress jean jacket top shoes belt like all this different stuff and I, and I was so much fun yeah I yeah. bet so you really do that was gonna be my next question for you because I do think there is an idea that Papillon Rouge and La Strada just carry stuff for you know young 30s size 4 funny if you come in on the racks there's lots of 0 to 4 left the 6 8 10 12 go first right yeah because who is 0 to yeah. Four anymore. You are. I know. Yeah, that's what. That's stress. Like those what? are your. Oh, those are all your sizes. You yeah, know. I'm like. Mink, 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 mink. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting though. We. I don't know why we put so much uh, weight on weight. I just want to dress people for what they feel are good. Now. Yeah, yeah, I feel good. I know. Um, I mean, if you're unhealthy, I do. Amen. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say not that. Good. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, all the health concerns that come with that. And, and like I said, I don't like to work out, so I don't blame anybody else for not liking to work out. <laughs> but you do want to be at a healthy weight. Yeah. If, if you're, you know, whatever, six feet and you're a solid 10, 12 and oh, you're healthy and, nice and you feel curvy, good. I'm curvy, like, damn abs- girl, yeah. I, I want that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But I agree with you. I, I think sometimes we put too much, we worry too much about size and, oh, you know, gosh. it's like, and I do the same thing when I go to the to the rack, and I'm like, oh, the size six didn't fit. I'm gonna have to pull the size eight, and I'm just like, Ugh. oh yeah, oh. I get depressed, and it's. Yeah. But it's like, why? If it looks good on you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I completely agree, and we yeah. deal with that every day. We just part of I think my job is not just to sell people clothes, but to I, I'm kind of like a therapist. Are you selling confidence? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's funny because I had two people come in yesterday and I felt so bad I was running around, but they just wanted to come in and vent to me about everything. And then we talked and one of them left. She's like, oh, that's so much better now. I'm going to have a great day. I'm like, you have a super sparkly face. <laughs> yeah, I love great. it. So when did you guys decide to open La Strada? We had been, well, actually, so Papillon Rouge opened and then about a year and a half to two years later, people kept saying, you need to open a second location, you know, closer to uh-huh. like here. Because the um, store was successful. Yeah, yeah. After the, the first year was obviously scary, you know, but mm-hmm. then it just, like, took off. It's funny, and I won't mention the bank, but <laughs> when we came here, uh, we did. We didn't know how we were going to afford it. You know, it's, yeah. it's like I have a million dollars in inventory right now. It's crazy. So, um, Wait, what? Yeah, in the store, there's like a million dollars of inventory. Yeah, no, we, we don't budget. When I said I'm Apparently like, not. No, no, we have a lot. Do you have an accountant? Yeah, I know, right? You're like, because I could be that. <laughs> um, but so, where was going? The bank. The bank. Okay, so yeah, we um, were like, okay, because we need a small business loan, right? That's what people do. Yep. So, filled out 
so much paperwork, then they needed more, then they need more, then they need more. And then this bank comes back to me and tells me, all my projections are wrong. A woman's, now, wh now who, if you said that now, yeah, you get, you get slapped. slapped. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, business would never, those projections are all wrong. Mind you, I just came from a boutique, so I kind of was taking what I was doing there, obviously mm -hmm. lowering it because she had been in business forever, and those were where I got my numbers from. And so after that failed and they turned us down, we're like, okay, I guess I've never, I never had a credit card. I was like 23 and never mm -hmm. had one, so I was like, I guess I gotta get a credit card and I need to buy stuff, right? So yeah, after the first year, we actually blew those numbers out of the water that they said we could not do. You wanted to take it back to the bank, didn't mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I know. I so wanted to do that, but yeah. I was like, too busy, which was a very good problem to have. Um, but anyway, so then two years later, everybody kept saying we need another location, and so Main Street, I don't know how we got that location, but it popped up and we found it, and so we opened on Main Street, Papillon Rouge on Main. I remember that, yeah. Outgrew that, because we had men's and women's, and it was just, it was not small, but it wasn't big enough. And um, so, then La Strada came about, and then we thought, actually, it was a little more to it, we wanted to bring all the boutiques together mm -hmm. and put it in one store, okay. all our competitors, and work with each other. And so we came, we found La Strada's location, not the one now, but the one before it, and we talked to all these different competitors, and they were in. We had, um, oh my God, I'm not going to remember all the names now. It's um, okay. I think it was like a Stilo, the children's store that was right next to it, Bella Bambino, um, the shoe store that was on Main Street. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. So all these little boutiques that were already open, you wanted one main boutique, yeah. like a one-stop shop. Yep. Help and, and wow. feed. Instead of being complete competitors, let's help each other. I don't have that shoe. Go over there. They have it or whatever. And just really sense of community. And that's one of the things that we keep trying to do here mm -hmm. is we love the community and we want to support it. So we go to open. Oh, we go to open. We, we're like in the process of like. It was going to be, well, La Strada because of streets. We, we had big lights and we had separations yeah. for boutiques. Everybody backed out <gasps> and actually went out of business. It wasn't like they were just flaky. They just, they all decided they weren't going to be in business anymore instead of renewing their leases and our thing. Oh. So we had, were you in old La Strada? Do you see how big that was? Yes. Enormous. It was huge. Yeah. And it was just you guys. Mm -hmm. So we just made it work. And, and then we were there for, gosh, I think eight years or something like that a long time and then Trader Joe's came and how could you not want to be in Trader Joe's shopping center? right yeah so right. then we moved in because you guys the old location was over by where Sicily's is now right yeah we were like two doors down and it was huge huge store talk about your feet hurting at the end of the day you're like <laughs> running you know yeah but it was good I mean I feel like every location we've been in mm -hmm. it's, it's not been we haven't moved because it was a flop we've moved because it was there was better opportunity um and then I remember the cupcakes oh, yeah. those were good yeah. good cupcakes at the yeah. door well they're still across from Papillon cupcake company is right across from yes that was a that was yes. the place um so you so you move you hear I mean how do you I guess figure out this new location Trader Joe's and all of that oh my gosh Anybody listening to this, if you know Eric and his persistence, oh my gosh. So they didn't want a small place in there. They don't want mom and pop operation in that. You know, if you ever look at they where... They want places that are going to stick around, that have national... Okay. Yeah, that have backing, lots and lots of backing. And so Eric was so persistent. He, we were going in there, whether they liked it or not, and he did. We had to sign a ridiculous length lease, but um, yeah, he just kept going at them and they... That is it. Did you guys sign the lease because you knew? I mean, it's been successful this long, so yeah, okay. we weren't, we weren't, we weren't going anywhere. We right. had no plans, and even you know, even though we didn't work out, obviously our businesses are super important to us. Mm -hmm. um, so we weren't gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, when did you guys divorce? Four? Oh my god, like three or four years ago. Really? I think it's been okay. Um, and it sounds like you're still in business. Oh, maybe three. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, it sounds like you guys, you're still in business mm -hmm. together. Like, yep. you own these businesses together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's amicable? Yeah. I mean, just like any, like, we're not husband and wife, but we're work husband and wife. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your issues, and you deal with them, and you have moments, mm -hmm. but we don't hold grudges or anything like that. Like, we'll have our little tiffs, and then it's just like, because we have to talk like 3,000 times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a size extra small than that? Do you have a large than that? Nice. Did you okay. do this? Did you do that? So, Yeah. And it's, at some point, you know, having these businesses is more important than you two not getting along. 
yeah. I'm assuming. <clears throat> it's from for me, and and that could have been my problem in most of my relationships. Is I I'm a very much a businesswoman, so my mind's always there. I always think work, talk work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm work. So um, yeah, and if I didn't have those, then I can't be part of So Humane. I can't help Casa. I can't do the things. And same with him. He couldn't probably help Maslow as much. He couldn't. We both have our things that we're really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't have the boutiques and that platform, we can't do anything. So so we could either be selfish and be like, you know, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to part it. I don't want to deal mm-hmm. with you or whatever and cut it down, break the leases, which I can't do either. I'm not that kind of person. Like, I will just ride out any lease. Um, or stick it out make it work, get mm-hmm. along, and continue what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what happened? Did you guys just, were you just done? Um, you know, we were always super, um, okay, we could make a lot of money together. We are good at... Sounds like you guys are, what we're, are an excellent team. Yeah, we used to flip houses like in Arizona. Um, he had a good, he has a good eye for finding a property. And then, and then of course, I'm like the schlepper you know like I'll clean up after because he can remodel anything he's really good at remodeling and construction stuff and so I would be the one you know organizing everything mm-hmm. paperwork this that the other and cleaning up after him and all that so we and I'm pretty good at interior design too so mm-hmm. you know designing and helping that stuff so yeah we just we just think I mean at least for me I feel bad I I think for me it was business most of the time mm-hmm. and for a long time and I don't blame him I mean he's one end up leaving and I don't blame him I mean honestly if I had the courage I probably would have done it sooner yeah. but I don't I didn't and I don't do you, you think you guys are better now than you were married um yeah I mean we were actually it's funny my dad always had to tell us to knock it off because we would we would wrestle and we we were kind of like I don't want to say brother and sister because that's super gross but we were we were Buddies. like yeah, we were, we were like buddies like that, mm-hmm. and like we um, we did. We had a good time of where we went. We we're always goofy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what it was. It was like for me, it was just um, yeah. My mind was there, and I loved him, but I don't think I was actually always in love with him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's not dumb. He's sensitive, and 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 you think back when you're you you yeah you just go over your life. And mm-hmm. there was plenty of conversations we had about it, and and it just I'm I'm a let's talk about it, but then let's just put it away. Right. Want, right. Let's not deal with that anymore. I don't want I don't want to deal with actual feelings and stuff. Right. Right. So, yeah, I think we're definitely everybody who sees both of us are like you just look way happier. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think you know I've talked about divorce a lot on this um, podcast. My husband and I get into buddy mode sometimes. Oh, we call yeah, it you buddy have to mode. Watch that, yeah. You do because then you end up wrestling and then so you know and you're having a good time and then you're just like what this is so stupid yeah like, okay. where's gross. the romance where's right the, yeah get out of buddy mode yeah. and and you get so comfortable with each other mm-hmm. and you stop you stop trying as hard mm-hmm. the guy's not as romantic doesn't try to court you doesn't start you know open yeah. the door anymore for you i mean you just get so complacent yeah and it's funny um when we were married we had these friends and she did this thing like I said, this is getting into a lot on here. But um, <laughs> we're getting into yeah, a lot. Yeah, I can't help it. As you can tell, I'm an open book. Yes. Everybody knows I love it. I'll just tell you anything. I love it. Um, but she, you have to have sex with your husband for seven full days. Like you, or maybe it was 14. I think it was more like 14 because seven's not that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like 14 days straight. It doesn't matter if you're tired, angry, happy, okay. sad. Like you have to have that intimacy for 14 full days. And so she did it, and she said it was, it brought them so much closer together, and it, because you do get to that point where you're buddies. You go to sleep, and you're like, yeah, good night. Yeah, good night. I'm tired. And, yeah, right. I'm tired later, and you don't try so hard, and, and then before you know it, 15 years passes, and you f- you don't, you're not that attracted to that person anymore, because you've let it go for so long that... Mm-hmm. You both have. You both have, yeah. yeah, and so it's interesting. Divorces, yeah, opened my eyes, like, fully. Mm-hmm. To new relationships, like okay, don't do that anymore, and yeah, you may be pissed off, but so wait, your friend did she hear this from like a therapist? I don't remember, or did she just no, make this I don't up? Think they went to therapy. <laughs> yeah, maybe she made it up. Maybe she, she just really wanted sex. Um, <laughs> no, I think actually I think it was maybe something on TV, like a talk show or, or something. Okay, but not like a doctor film. Have sex for four, <laughs> fourteen days straight. Yes. So if, even if you're in an argument, 
Makeup. Makeup and then make out. Yeah. I love it. Totally. Improve your sex life. Yeah. Because it is. Intimacy is so important. Okay. I'm going to look that up. Mm. I'm I'm curious now. Everyone. Maybe the next (laughs) interview. Maybe I should have a sex therapist on here. Yes. You should do that. Okay. That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll write that down. Totally different direction. Totally. (laughs) Thanks, Amy. I I always take it there. Uh, Awesome. So do I. It's just... I, my address is gutter. That's, yeah. that's where it is. And I'm okay with it. It's I, more fun. Yeah, I once heard, um, get your mind out of the gutter so mine can float by or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's exactly it. Awesome. <laughs> so you you now have two two boutiques. Do you manage both or you are one more than the other? Well, I, my home is Papian. So that's I'm your baby. There. That's my baby. I will go to La Strada in the morning before work and I'll go like, Put things on the floor, take things off the floor, leave notes. They love my notes. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they yeah, do. I'm sorry, guys. Um, so I'll kind of do my thing. Yeah, Eric's super happy when I've been there in the morning. He's like, um, yeah, he knows how I mouth that instead of there saying was, it. <laughs> yes, that was dripping with sarcasm. Um, yeah, so I'll do that. And then, like, last night I went after work to drop stuff off, pick stuff up, because we do alterations, so I have to do Oh, that. nice, really. Yes. Uh, well, Tina doesn't work for us. She just rents a space, but she's been with us forever, and she is I amazing. I know that. Oh, yeah, she's in the back of La Strada, and she, people have said, uh, this hasn't been done, and I'm like, no, it was done. It just looks like new. Yeah, she's so Crazy. Good. Okay, I'll keep that yeah. in mind. Um, I was at Friends of the Animal Shelter fundraiser oh, last yeah, Friday, and there was an item, an auction item from Party on Rouge, a party. The gal who bought it, I think I convinced her to take me with her. <laughs> you should totally come. She said, she, go, I, she goes, I'm serious, you can come along, because there's going to be bubbles. And that you had me at bubbles, oh, like champagne or well, something. There, by the way, if you come in my store, there's always bubbles. Oh, I'm liking and you beer more. for the men. I'm liking you yeah. more and more and more. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think I convinced her to invite I'm me, so and she excited. said they have my information, so you better contact me because you're coming with oh us. Oh my god! I know, so pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, where Where did this love for animals come from? You know, I I know as when I was growing up, I brought them home all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, one of my cats, okay, I don't know how much time we have, but I'll make it really quick. No, you're fine. We have so all my, the time in the world. Okay, so my boyfriend that moved out to California, uh-huh. he gave me a kitten, you know? People are stupid. They'll, they know I'm just going to take it. Yeah. No, they're smart. I'm stupid. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, a kitten. I snuck it into my house, put it in my room. I'm like, what am I going to do? I already hit my, we already had dogs and cats and rabbits and everything and fish. And so my mom's a sucker, too. She can't say no. Mm-hmm. So, of course, whatever. Okay. I keep the cat. So I moved to California. I can't take the cat with me because, right. which broke my heart. So it stayed with my parents. Well, it's, um, oh, it's a cat I have now. Of course. Calico. Okay. And yes. if anybody knows a calico, they have super strong personalities, and they they can be extremely mean, like, you know, attack you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, my, this cat would chase my mom around. Oh, and no. I mean, like nails out to the point where my mom would like run in the bathroom and shut the door. Oh my gosh. Now my dad, because he would snuggle up on his chest and loved my dad. What is that? did my mom. And my mom is the sweetest person you'll ever meet. So <laughs> there have been times like she had tea or water or whatever and had thrown at the cat because it was coming full force at her. So yeah. Uh, yeah. My poor mother had to deal with like and my brother too. He'd bring, he'd bring animals home. My sister was the only one I don't think she brought many home but she has an animal lover. Um, but yeah, so I don't know when it started. I just, I can't even hear about a bad animal story. I know. Because I will immediately I know. start to cry. Yeah. I told Karen Evans, the executive director at So Humane. Love her. Um, I said it would be so amazing to work for So Humane at some point, but I don't think I could do it. No, I was on the board. Eric and I were on the board for mm, six months. Um, and one of the meetings was at So Humane, and so I'm sitting there with a puppy on my lap, the only person that would take a puppy from the kennel and, like, the whole meeting, pet and the puppy, love and kissing it. And Eric was even down to it. He's like, oh, my God, we're taking this home. I'm like, I already have three at home and a cat. I'm like, I don't, can we? And then we just couldn't. No, we had four. Yeah. We had four at that time. So, yeah, we just couldn't. And we didn't. So that's when I, I was like, I can't do the board. I will raise money for you. There you go. I will do whatever yes. you need to do. But if I have to step foot in there, I'm taking home the animal. I think Eric and I are Facebook friends because he has a couple of dogs, right? Yeah. Edison and Mary's sister. Or Catherine. Mary. Catherine. They're, they're Frenchies? Yeah, but they're rescues. They're adorable. 
What is him has nothing upstairs. He's just, <laughs> he's just the cutest little dog, but he is cute and dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you have at home? Um, Taz, which anybody who's been at the store, he comes with me. Um, he was a rescue. I found him outside Papillon in the field out there. And then Charlie was a rescue from So Humane. He's like a little wheat interior. Um, What's he's Taz? Taz. What's Taz? I don't know. He, I have no idea. He a looks mutt? like a German Shepherd, but oh. like 20 pounds. Oh, so, okay. Exactly. Like, so it's really weird. I don't know what made it there. Um, and then Ella, who's my biggest one, who is also a rescue, who has severe issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a special needs dog for yeah. sure. But that's what I seem to get. Well, she's lucky then that she has you. There's something oh, yeah. about, um, there's just something about dogs and cats. I have two dogs and a cat oh, we at have home. A cat too. There's something about these animals. They look into your soul. Oh, my gosh. Oh my god! They it just look me. at me, and I'm just like, oh, whatever you want, you have. Yeah. You want my arm? Take it. Yeah. You know, like, are you hungry? Here's my pinky. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chew it all. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I I know, and I don't. I guess I don't understand people who aren't like that. I mean, maybe not to my extent. I granted, I know that's overkill, mm -hmm. but people who don't like animals or abuse them, mm -hmm. which well, I'll say what I want to do to them, but I don't understand it. I don't yeah. know what's missing in their brain because these. These animals, they have no voice. They just want to, you will yell at them and they come right back to you. Mm -hmm. They're not like a human. They don't mm -hmm. hold grudges. And mm -hmm. it's like, all they want is love from you. Mm -hmm. They don't even, I mean, food you can sometimes, like, people starve their animals and they still love them. They still love them. Which is awful. But yeah. it's like. I know. That's all they want. How do you not love something like that? Right. So. Well, I love the idea of the necklace. Oh. I'm seriously. I, I think silver too, silver. I need one. Yeah. I think I need one. There, And I never take it off. I layer everything with it. And so I've gone to like uh, Barcelona and London and I was just in LA and I ne I'll swim with it. I never take it off. I like love even it. if I go get a massage or something, I'm like, don't let me forget this because we're like, you know, we need to take oh, it off. Yeah. Um, and then you said all proceeds from that necklace mm -hmm. go to So Humane. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. love that. And it's like, we're going to do a big press release and everything because it is kind of a big deal. Like, you know, partnering with the local designer, her signature is on it. Like, nobody else can have this design and the fact that all the profits go to them. So, mm -hmm. I'm, I, we're trying to put it together and trying to figure out, kind of get some news crews and Okay. News, news, news crews. crews. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Um, involved and do maybe, like, a meet the artist at the store. Yeah. Or something. Call so. me first. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Don't oh, call yeah. the other station. Call okay. me second. <laughs> Call me first. <laughs> Maybe I'll just call you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, we're going to wrap up a little yeah. bit, but congratulations. You chased those 15-year-old dreams. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? It is Thank crazy. You. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Um, and just so everybody knows, Papillon Rouge is on... Uh, North Phoenix Road. North Phoenix. When do you open? Uh, 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Okay, and then La Strada. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Okay. And, and they're in the Trader Joe's Shopping Center. Yeah. Everybody knows where Trader Joe's is. Yes. So... Yeah. Go That's visit. Why I use it. Go visit. Okay, uh, let's get to the final three. Best advice you've ever been given? Ah, uh, just be kind. Some good advice. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take a lot of work to be kind. No, I wish more people would try. Mm -hmm. Really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you get a lot of unkindness when you were opening your store? I mean, just from. I did, I, unfortunately. But but there was that you know other half that were so kind and supportive that that but that pushed me through okay be kind I like that um if you ever left this place southern Oregon what would bring you back here what would you miss the most well my family my my mom my dad I could never as long as they're here I will never leave mm -hmm. yeah um but it is beautiful. You have the best weather. You don't have any severe. There's no hurricanes, tornadoes, mm -hmm. flooding. I mean, we really do have it. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing place to live. Agree. I agree with you 100%. And then if you were ever given a final meal and a final drink, what would that look like? Uh, oh, yeah. So I didn't have to worry about my health issues. So I could have anything, anything I wanted. I want a Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> I have never had one because I would die if my body took that in together, but that just sounds amazing. Do you drink Red Bull? No, I can't really. Like, even coffee, I have bad tummy issues, uh -huh. like, really bad. And so once in a while I can do it, which I want it all the time. But, yeah. It Red just Bull and vodka. <laughs> so my drink when I was working at that hole in the wall, the wall, <laughs> um, after work, I loved... Uh, Red Bull and Malibu. 
Have you? Really? Probably never that's had a, no, the white bottle? Yeah. Yeah. The it's, coconut rum. It's okay. disgusting. I couldn't drink it yeah. now, but at the time, I thought it was the best thing ever. Oh, that's like sugar high. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I loved it. It's like, let's go. Yeah. Ready to party. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then oh, food. Meal. meal. That would be a hard one. Um, I'm a foodie. I will eat whatever's in front of me. Same. Like, yeah. Like, if you close, I used to eat dog biscuits as a kid. See, maybe I was a dog in a previous life. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you were. So much. Um, gosh, I have to say, I mean, it would either be my dad's food or sushi. I don't. I was going to say something from your dad. Yeah. I mean. What's was, your favorite thing that he makes? Oh, my gosh. Eggplant rollatini. Mm. He pounds it out so thin. Because when you go to places and they cook eggplant, if they don't do that, it could be rubbery mm-hmm. or have, like, this mealy cons- consistency. He would pound it out so thin, bread it, roll it. Oh my god! Is it uh, filled with like cheese? Mm-hmm. Is anything good and like not filled with cheese? Um, sure. Yeah, and then he would put prosciutto in there too. Oh, so yeah, that was um, not rollatini. It was eggplant something else. Anyway, yeah, it, it's amazing. That sounds amazing. Favorite. Yeah, and over broccoli if you want to be healthy instead of broccoli. <laughs> I know. Um, did he make homemade pasta? Uh, when he had time, he... It's a process. Yeah, it's such a process. Years and years and years ago. I mean, he didn't do it, obviously, now, because he was just too busy. Mm-hmm. And he, when they retired, they were in their 70s, late 70s. That's I know. Ridiculous. I, I couldn't believe that he was still working in this restaurant, cooking away. And my mom, running back and forth, hosting yeah. in the phone, to-go orders, everything. I mean, they are my inspiration. They have been my entire life. I wish... I could have made my marriage last as long as theirs, but they're just such amazing people. How long have they been married? I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fifty years. Amazing. Yeah, they're big ones coming up. And they're enjoying retirement. <laughs> are they? Are they bored? They've had death, death. Their dog had to be put down the week after. The uh. week after. Um, oh my God! Their best friend New York passed away. I, you name it. Like three weeks after they retired. Everything went downhill. My dad couldn't get out of bed for two days because his knees went out. I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, these poor people. Yeah. And everybody's like, how are you enjoying retirement? And then I was just like, retirement's stupid. <laughs> yeah. But but now they're in Montana with my uncle, having a great time. Good. So now they're starting to get back on track. So, Good. yeah, my well, dad hope- needs a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> dad needs a hobby. Yeah. Well, thank you so much oh, for being here. Thank you for having me. This it's was been super fun. An absolute blast. And it wasn't that bad. No, no. Spilling your guts isn't that bad. Although I feel like you probably spill your guts every day to, yeah. to randos. And sorry if it's been t- too much. Too no, high. you're no. Ne- never okay. too much. Never right. too much. Yeah, Eric if, might hate me, but. No, 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 not at all. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes and you like it, please subscribe, rate, and review. Helps other people find us. We're also on Google Play and Stitcher. Check out the video portion at ktvl.com. Just click on features and then I'll script one more time. Amy DiCostanzo, thank you so much for being here. Thank you.